Welcome back to another episode of Forrest Gump Minute, your weekly podcast where we talk about the movie Forrest Gump four minutes at a time. I'm your co-host Rob and joined my good friends Joe and Duff. Hey guys. What up? We are talking about minutes 13 through 16 of Forrest Gump. Uh, week, uh, whatever week this is. Uh, and in this, this segment, we start with uh, finding out about Elvis's death and end with Forrest running away from bullies. Um, friends, I think we've exhausted our Elvis information uh, last episode we talked about this. Well, I do have a question about it. Oh, okay. Uh, did he really die from singing too many songs? I don't... I think he just had too many drugs, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> too many pills. He, and he so died Forrest the- was close. Poor, poor diet and a bunch of pills. Mm-hmm. You know, I uh, years and years ago, someone it's tough gift- being a king. When we bought our house, gifted me a Elvis Presley framed like picture, and was it velvet? The- no, it wasn't velvet. But for the longest time, I had it in our basement, uh, just leaning up against the toilet. <laughs> Mm. You know, I thought that's I, it, the right spot it just it never really be. dawned on me why why you did that. But now, yeah. I'm, oh, okay, yeah. But now it's just outside the bathroom in the basement. But I forget about it because it's been there for so long. Yeah. And after we talked about, it, I was like, oh, it's right. I've got a Elvis framed thing here by our bathroom. One more, let's say, true fact about Elvis okay. and his and his death. Okay. I have uh, medicalbag dot com, which I'm sure is accurate. Yep, it um, sounds legit. Don't be um, cruel, but and okay. uh, I, uh, in a twenty in a twenty ten Fox News interview, again probably super accurate. Yeah, this was uh, I get the doc- all my medical advice. This mm-hmm. was uh, the doctor Elvis's doctor for the last twelve years of his life quoted that according to his autopsy, the diameter of Elvis's colon was five to six inches, which is about double the size of a typical person's. God. And instead of being four to five feet long, his colon was eight to nine feet in length. Wow. He was we f- all shook up. We found <laughs> we found stool in his colon, which had been there four or five months because of the poor motility of the bowel. Oh, boy. Elvis would get embarrassed. He would have accidents on stage. He'd have to change clothes and come back because of the way we were trying to treat his constipation. So he was so constipated that they were trying to just get everything out, and then he was just pooping himself on stage? Uh, Is that what was happening? Yeah. I mean, look, again, <laughs> most 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 likely super poor diet and a ton of pills. Yeah. And bad things happen all over your body. Yep. Sang too many songs. <laughs> Sang too many songs. I think that's what we're saying now whenever like an artist dies. Like, oh, I guess they just sang too many songs. Yeah. yeah. That that uh, that Lane Staley just sang too many songs. It's kind of amazing, you know, it's the king went down, but Queen Latifah's managed to, to hang on. Mm-hmm. She managed to deal She's, with royalty. Yeah, Prince not <laughs> didn't do so well. Unfortunately. He beat the king. Yeah, well, that's, that's true. true. That's true. Um, it doesn't help to be petty either. Mm. <laughs> that's not funny. 
So I have a I have a question for you guys that you only notice when you watch something at this point four minutes at a time. But like like when, a normal person. Yeah. When Forrest is sitting on the bench with his bus stop friend, um, we see a different angle of this conversation. I think there's a Confederate flag in the back. I, I mean, they are in Georgia. I did not notice it, but I do not doubt that for a second. Yeah, same. I didn't notice it either. But especially so. especially if it's what nineteen eighty. 182 uh, we talked about this and we've already uh, forgotten well it would have been right after it would have been it, i think it would have been like 80 right after the reagan election so like very late 80 possibly 81 yeah 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 because the we see that car that was like a 1981 car so it's uh heritage not hate so we go back to uh we hear the story about young forest his first day of school and uh guys I like I like this stuff. I like this bus stuff. Um I think this interaction with the school bus driver, Dorothy, is delightful. When he won't go on the bus because he's told not to get on a don't get in the car with strangers, which by the way, I was wondering, Duff, was that a thing people were told in the 50s? I don't know. <laughs> I do feel like based on uh, what I've read about stranger danger, I feel like prior to 1980, just you let your kids do whatever. Just yeah, go off with strangers, whatever. That's fine. Yeah, I uh, today I was uh, wandering around our neighborhood with my son playing Pokemon Go on her phone. Not because I like Pokemon Go, but you know, because you have a kid to do. Yeah, and we're walking around with it, and we're like, we saw a Pokemon, so we like we're on a corner. And we sort of like, you know, I knelt down so he could throw the Pokeball at the Pokemon. And this van pulls up next to us. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the, the, she hits the button and, like, the back door opens up. Like, the side door? And I'm thinking, like, I'm scared. And like, you're, th- yeah, yeah. Like, and you're thinking, she- ooh, candy. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like. I hope they have Snickers. It's like, did you call an Uber? And I was like, nope. No, we did not. And it was this woman. She's like, oh, okay, someone around here did. And I was like, definitely not us. And then she, like, you know, drove off and it was fine. But I would ha- then I had to be like, S- you know, you know, you never go into a car with a stranger in there. Maybe maybe the mom had a similar incident when they were playing Pokemon Go in 1955. This was 1950s Alabama. There was no such thing as kidnapping, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh so I like this interaction on the bus. Uh, and then we have this one when he's like walking on the bus and all these kids are, you know, probably one of the most and... famous sequences, right? It's one of the most frequently referenced anyways. You think so? Yeah. We maybe. have, we have two, I mean, in this four minutes we have, uh, we have the stupid is a stupid does line. <sighs> yes. Which we'll get to. So I, before, uh, we get too into it, uh, I, I knew that Rob was going to be all over this because there are three things that Rob looks for in a movie. Mm-hmm. Number one, uh, boobs. <laughs> fair, fair, which, you know, fair. Number two, under, under a hundred minutes. Mm-hmm. And number three is a meat cute. <laughs> Rob loves a meat cute. I, I mean, I, you know, I like a good meat cute. I do. Uh, uh, and so for anyone who's 
wondering what a meet cute is. I hate that term. Just uh, hearing you say it. Our, just don't our, say it too many more times, please. Right. Well, we're just using the, you know. I know. Well, and you're, not, just, you're not. You're not. You're doing anything wrong. We're parlance we're, of our time. We're speaking <laughs> like the kids do. No, you're not. You're not wrong. Uh, just, I, so I find it to be grating, but I admit uh, I'm, I'm probably wrong. So this is just the first Google result, but it's accurate. Is an amusing or charming first encounter between two characters that leads to the development of a romantic relationship. Yeah, so like in my mind, a recent excellent A plus meet cute is A Star is Born. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring that. I never saw that. Yeah, the, 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 the meet cute stuff is real charming and real good. I, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I think Rob liked it more than I did, but uh, I, I think it's worth watching. Right. Um, but yeah, Rob. Rob loves him a meat cute. <laughs> well, but before before we get to the meat cute, <laughs> I'm gonna keep saying that um, it's better than cute meat. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I mean, uh, right. this moment when he's on the bus, everyone's saying seats taken. Did you guys ride the bus as a kid? Uh, in California, I did. Yeah, I yes, I so I rode the bus most of elementary school. That for the listeners is when I that's when I lived there. I rode the bus kindergarten through sixth grade okay the okay it's it's it can be brutal <laughs> it it is thunderdome yeah it is the <laughs> worst part of the school day without a doubt i didn't really have any bad experiences with it oh i i mean it, it i think overall does that mean bu- i was the cool kid i think I overall know. my bus experiences were good but it's it also depends on the bus driver everywhere else in school you sort of have like people of similar age hanging out right where the school bus is just like well we just put them all here we put all <laughs> the, and i think this might be different for me because like i grew up in a rural area so like there wasn't like a different school bus for elementary and middle and high school it oh. was the school bus yeah that went out there it and was you uh, had, like a 30 minute ride I mean, you went to the, you know, you went to the schoolhouse where it was all grades one through 12 all in one building. And, you know, that's not true. But my my mom definitely did in that same area. (laughs) Okay, only one generation. Yeah, you're only one generation off on that. But I just remember like, yeah, it's Thunderdome um, and couple couple uh ways i found to make friends on the bus was to take inappropriate things and bring them on the bus what mm. which such would, as I, I, oh such as so when, 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 when i was younger <laughs> no, no one when i was younger is uh, uh joe you've seen this book but my father oh no <laughs> my father for like one of his birthdays got like a dirty jokes for the john like hardcover book that even had like a metal like ring on it with the idea that you would like clip it to the side of the toilet or like by the toilet paper which i mean yeah you've got do. the toilet pole you got the toilet roll holder yeah. and then you have the joke book holder right next <laughs> to it and we didn't do that but i uh you know found that book later like well after that birthday and i like snuck it onto the bus whoa and we would look at it and there was like I mean, it is an incredibly inappropriate book, but the thing I loved as like a youth was there was like it, cartoons of naked people. Also, um, by today's standards, it's it's not politically correct, but it's pretty tame. 
Like, uh, it's pretty race, pretty racist. About, it's may, pretty may, racist. I mean, it's it's racist, but like it's literally divided by race. That's how the jokes. Yeah, are. you. <laughs> I'm kind of upset that you haven't read us one yet. Nope, I don't know where it is. I, it, Come I, on, I, I still. <laughs> I guess it's true. You can't. You can't be funny anymore. Comedy's dead. <laughs> well, culture just. <laughs> well, culture kept Rob from reading his his uh, joke about jokes about Polish. I don't know why it. I've kept this book. I think it's like a nostalgia thing. But I've also been like, I can't let this get in anyone else. You hands. you've told <laughs> us these jokes and laughed hysterically. Isn't it? You kind love of like it. A lot of jokes, kind of like you know. Pol- Polish submarine type jokes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the screen door. I think blondes have a section of the book. Yeah, there's, you know, it's like how many Frenchmen does it take to screw in a light bulb and such? And um, but I brought that on. The other time is a little older. There was a uh, <laughs> there was there was a field trip. This is probably like sixth grade, and uh, as a sports fan, I was a subscriber to Sports Illustrated. <laughs> And I, it was February. Issue, baby. It was February, so I'd gotten the swimsuit issue. Kathy Ireland. But I was like, no, oh, this probably around then, maybe a year or two after. And I remembered, like, well, I can't bring this on like this. So I like went through my mom's magazines and oh, found think- a money <laughs> magazine. Good cover. And I took the cover off of money magazine and I put it. Okay. Around the sports So, hold on. <laughs> what, what do you, did you tear it off and tape it? You're the only person outside of a movie to do that. How, how, what do you mean the cover? Like these? I, I took like the cover, like the first and last page, like the okay, cover. Okay, so you like I... tore it off. <laughs> yes, yes. Did you put? Did you put the old magazine, the other magazine cover, back on your mom's money magazine? No, no, I should. <laughs> I just put the whole thing around it, and then my friends and I would just sit back on the bus and look at Money Magazine quietly. That, that's that's actually... so obvious. <laughs> Boy, those boys sure into investment. That's more of a tell, actually. That, like that would, that would raise more suspicion. Boy, those boys sure are interested in the savings and loan scandal. <laughs> Listen, I grew up in a really weird era, um, in a so, in a rural area, and there was some, there's some other bizarre school time things, but I'll save them so for another the, episode. A, a lot of the bus stories I remember are just general mischief. Uh, yep. One one I remember is one of my friends brought a Stretch Armstrong onto the bus, <laughs> and uh, we found out what's inside Stretch Armstrong. What is inside Stretch Armstrong? Is this a, a joke? A, a very clear, very sticky substance that gets over everything, and mm. it was one of those situations where we had to very... <laughs> that's what's I inside that was my, in my that's, Sports <laughs> Illustrated, my uh, money magazine. That's in my Stretch Armstrong, too. Uh, and it was one of those... <laughs> Please don't include that. It was Please one of those. Situ- it was one of those situations where all of a sudden the back of the bus got really quiet as we tried to clean it up, and the bus driver said, "What's going on back there? Nothing." <laughs> Are you sure it was a Stretch Armstrong? That- <laughs> I'm sure it was a Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> it sounds like you might. How dare uh, you? Have you talked to a therapist about this memory? How, how dare you? Did the Stretch Armstrong stop being really long after all the substance? <laughs> this, is, this is disgusting. Did you have to wait like an hour or two to play with it again? Uh, <laughs> this interview is over. <laughs> oh, so back to the movie. I have something I wanted to talk about. 
Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, it's going really <laughs> yeah. well. Keep going, uh, Duff. Did you did you happen to notice what uh, Forrest is carrying on his way to school? Uh, An apple? No, he's. I I saw this and I'm like, he's carrying a red notebook with a giant emblem of uh, a Native American head on it, and I'm like, what is that? I managed to find out that he is carrying a Big Chief tablet. <laughs> Oh, Big Chief Tablet was a popular writing notebook designed for young children. It, huh. It's made with newsprint paper and features widely spaced lines. Uh, the tablet has prominent representation of a Native American in full headdress on the cover, hence the name Big Chief. Hmm. I have a feeling that it probably wasn't a uh, Native American company that... Uh, oh, no. That. It, it was a guy from Peroria. <laughs> okay. Peroria? Okay. Uh, no, sorry. Quincy, Illinois. I thought it was Peroria, but he is, uh, yes, the tablet was originated by William Albrecht. Do you, are you Dr. Steve Brule? <laughs> Peroria? What'd I say? Peroria? <laughs> I, what is, what is going on here? Rob's dead. We killed him, finally. Peroria. That's that's your that's your best shot at that one. Uh I'm gonna plead the fifth on this. <laughs> no, now I know how my life feels stuff. So. <laughs> uh that's one of those that's pronounced like it's spelled Peoria. But Peroria. It's not sorry. that far off. I guess you're right. But uh, it, it has some brule energy, any, you anyway, have to admit. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, yes, it was developed by a white man from Illinois. <laughs> okay. Oh, big chief. But I guess that was a thing in the 50s, because I saw that. I'm like, what? what is he carrying? It's just a, it looks like a notebook with, a, you know, an Indian headdress on it. Good eye. I never noticed that. But I see it later in this in this segment when he gets I've... hit in the head by a rock. Yes. <laughs> That's We're harsh. We're not quite there yet. That is harsh. Um. I want to talk about the meet cute. Jenny. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's our first time meeting Jenna. Um, it's very sweet. She offers him to seat on the bus. Um, it's like the yeah. only girl at the school, apparently. Yeah. Well, I, I was going to say no, most of the kids. A, there's not, other girls that reject him. The kids, <laughs> most of the kids on this bus are children of the filmmakers like Robert Zemeckis's kid and some of the producers kids and stuff are all uh have the speaking lines they bring them in and an opportunity to bully yeah <laughs> <laughs> just play yourself what child can turn that down <laughs> I mean that's true uh so young so young Jenny is played by Hannah Hall who's another first-time kid actor who I think is fantastic in this uh she did continue acting still does she was in the virgin suicides and also, this one's for you, Duff. She was apparently in Rob Zombie's Halloween remake as uh, Judith Myers. Uh. <laughs> so that movie there is, you go. Uh, that movie isn't good. Yeah, uh, but I I do like this Forrest and Jenny sitting on the bus talking. These kids are great. They're good child actors. Yeah, I mean they don't. You know, part of it is this movie flows along flows along fast enough that they don't. You don't spend that much time where it gets. You know gets tired i like how within 30 seconds of meeting she's like are you stupid <laughs> i know i know but 
that's when Forrest's stupid is as stupid does, which maybe I'm stupid. I don't know what that means. Oh, thank God you said it. Because I was going to say that's my Rob moment, and I was ready to admit it to the world for the first time. I, I don't know what that means. I, no, I, I, I don't get no it. I, guys, I don't get it either. <laughs> I, <laughs> did any of you look it up? Uh, no. Is it just, is it just sure. kind of a, I know you are, but what am I thing? Like, right, I'm, a, I'm sure Quora has an answer here. Uh, uh, according to Urban Dictionary, oh it means boy. that an intelligent person who does stupid things is still stupid. You are what you do. Oh, okay. Okay. So he, what it means is you should be judged by your actions, not your appearance. And it's a variant of handsome is as handsome does. And apparently, is this real? The saying appears in J.R.R. Tolkien's A Lord of the Rings and in Herman Melville's Billy Budd and can be traced as far back as the 14th century. Hmm. Sounds like some nerd stuff right here. Um, ha, all right. That, okay. Well, I'm glad I, this podcast inspired us after so, decade, a couple decades of not knowing what it means to finally just be like, ah, I should just look it up. Yep. So I, I will say that of arguably the two most famous gumpisms at least i am and i think we've talked about this as well on board with neither of them really makes sense we have this and the box of chocolates thing yeah yeah i mean the box chocolate ones makes more sense i I worked that one out i get the argument (laughs) i get the argument for box of chocolates but this one i'm like oh uh no maybe you're just dumb (laughs) um it is also probably confusing for jenny when she asks him like what's wrong with your legs he's like nothing and i'm like well yeah I mean, actually, it works out really well for his... I'm sorry to go back to stupid is as stupid does, but it does actually provide a pretty airtight argument that he isn't stupid because his whole life works out pretty well. He doesn't really do that many stupid things in this... Yeah, yeah he commits know. some faux pas and, and things, but, like, he tends to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, all right. So now yeah. the movie makes a little more sense now. Yeah. Well, look at look at we're we're learning who, just like who our really, listeners are. Who really is the stupid one? Yeah, mm. society. Red society pill. man. <laughs> or blue pill, or one of the pills. I don't know the Elvis pill. The <laughs> the the racist pill. Which the, is yeah. the, which, which <laughs> color pill did Elvis take a bunch of? <laughs> the toilet once a month pill. Which. <laughs> 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 I, I keep coming back to the notion that this movie does not work with anyone else but Tom Hanks. And when he's talking about Jenny and uh, in, right in the feels, man. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I agree. Although it is sort of weird, like, kind of thinking about it, like, man, that's a, that's a lot of adoration for, like, someone you met when you were six. Well... But also, but like, his whole life has been spent chasing her. So yeah. he hasn't really... And he's about to go see her again. Yeah. Yeah. Although, yeah. And also, yeah, he is the whole, you know, his whole basis for being in at the bus stop is he's going to see Jen A. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Rob, you should appreciate that he doesn't try to pull that I remember being born stuff, which I know yes. <laughs> really <laughs> sticks in your craw. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he did admit, I don't remember being born, which I'm, yeah, you're right. No one does. That's absurd. Um, (laughs) 
Uh, and we kind of continue watching uh, Jenny and Forrest, you know, in a relationship and how they, like, hang out and, you know, they teach each other different things. And, you know, it's a wonderful little we, relationship until... We have a lot of really wonderful crane shots. Yes. And that beautiful tree, that beautiful oak tree. Oh, man. Yeah. Which is unbelievable. I know, like, people are used to us being so cynical. That tree is gorgeous. Uh, yes. a, a lot of slaves tended to that tree. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Boy. Oh, boy. Um, but it's all really wonderful until no, this it, little. It looks amazing. It, it's a lovely, it's a lovely vignette. Mm-hmm. And we have this, it all is wonderful until this dark moment when uh, Forrest hints that for some reason, Jenny didn't want to come home. Yeah. Well, we kind of find out more later on why that is, but it's enough for you to be like, oh, no. Maybe it's because uh, Jenny doesn't have cable and Forrest, <laughs> and Forrest does. Yep. I'm being positive. She wants to see what this MTV is all about. Yep. yep. She wants wants to watch music videos. That's all it is, Rob. Okay, you're probably right. You're probably right. Um, <laughs> like, We don't get Monday Night Football. Um, this minute ends with some kids literally throwing rocks at Forrest. Alabama chuds are cruel. Which, <laughs> you know, rock fight. Alabama chuds, which like they're not. You know, we've all we've all been kids and we've all done things we shouldn't have done. I or, was waiting for you to be like, we've all thrown rocks at a guy, <laughs> but I can't imagine. Like, throwing these, like, these are big rocks. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not, like, pebbles. No. These are at least two inches wide. These are massive rocks that you're just hitting this kid in the face. Um, That's a little kid. Like They're literally stoning him. (laughs) And uh, this minute ends with Forrest uh, running off with his braces. We'll see what happens, I guess. Anything else you guys want to talk about for minutes 13 through 16 of Forrest Gump? Um, just let me just say, as someone who has made Been running, <laughs> has made running uh, a pretty significant part of their life, uh, this is our first instance of run, Forrest, run. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, people still yell that at me, and it's 2019. Like, Teens like, still yell it at, oh, at me. You don't mean like you're in your it's, neighborhood going for a run and people yell that. It's still a thing. Like I've, I, it's probably within the last couple of years I've had someone yell it out of a car window at me. Like it doesn't happen as often anymore. But if you're out for a run, you will still hear people yell this. The funniest thing to yell at someone on the street is a compliment said oh, yeah. in a in a really harsh way. Hey, nice shirt. <laughs> And then that person's like, oh, but you don't have to get in trouble for it because you complimented them. I don't like that, though, because then you have then you've the it they've won because then you're like, is it a nice shirt or or they? Well, if you were wandering around and someone rolled their window down and yelled nice shirt, would you think you had a nice shirt on? I don't know. I (laughs) I would think was the shirt not actually nice and they're being ironic or Mm -hmm. or sarcastic or was it actually a nice shirt? It's all it's all a mind game. Questions to ponder. That's why don't, I don't don't, don't like yell, go run. don't like going outside. Yep, and don't yell run forest run, it's stupid. And I, and and if you're ooh, you mad? Yeah, I am, it's stupid. <laughs> I'm 
don't. I, I mean, uh, it, that does kind of get to a point that this is one of the most quoted mu- movies. I mean, sure. even, even people who probably don't even really remember know it quote it in some retrospect it's kind of i would say it's up there with like wizard of oz or something like that it's pretty iconic yeah um well listeners uh if you're enjoying this you can follow us on social media at gump minute on twitter and facebook we also have a uh facebook page where you can talk to us a facebook group at uh forest gump minute dot com slash chocolates i believe uh that's our box of chocolates group sounds should... sounds right yep and uh if you're like wow i really like this show you should go on itunes and write us a review and if you're like no for real though i really like the show <laughs> <laughs> you uh, then I, are you seducing us is that was, that was i was gonna say that was your sexy voice right there. uh yeah well i'm gonna anything i can get to work uh go to patreon.com slash the midnight boys and you can become a patreon or a patron a patron on patreon i don't know for as low as two dollars give a month, us the money get, yeah for as low as two dollars a month you'll get access to uh to a monthly podcast we do and then there's some other levels as well so check it out and we will be back next week with another episode of forest gump minute Happy the days while I'm ending the nest Till once more they ride high out to sea